Welcome to Bishop Blessing Lebebe's podcast, the pod all about the Word of God, which brings change and transformation in our lives. If you are at home, get your pen and paper. If you are at work, get your headphones. If you're driving, then turn the volume up and get ready to be enlightened. We have just one word for you. For today, look at your neighbor and say, we are ready. Oh, yes. But I want us to pray for an open spirit. You know, one of the greatest things about sin that it does, it closes up your spirit. It closes up your spirit. That's why you need to fast as many times as you can so that your spirit may be open. Yes. Yes. Sin closes your spirit. When you develop a taste for sin, the appetite for righteousness dies. Oh, yes. And holy things that used to satisfy, stop satisfying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But now you have become too sophisticated for God. Yeah. Yes. And the things of God lose flavor. Oh, it's not an emotional issue. It's a sin issue. Yeah. Yes. You see, there, there, there are some of us who we get into sin. We get into sin. But, there, but you don't understand. Getting into sin is the smaller part of it all. Yeah, you see, you rather get into sin than allow sin to get into you. Oh, let me, let me give you a verse. J- James says, all that is in the world is the lust of the, the lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, and the pride of life. All that is in the world. He summarizes sin. He says it is the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. You see, he's trying to tell you that the highest degree of sin is when it is the lust in you. Yes. Oh. And some of us, we are like, oh God, thank you, I'm not in sin, but you already have the lust. Therefore, your taste. You your taste buds for God's things are dying. Yeah, your taste buds for the things of God is dying. For prayer, it's dying. Oh, yes. And I'm trying to tell you now that God is, is today He wants to refresh your taste buds. Mm. Let, let me tell you, there's nothing wrong with how God is until there's something wrong with you. So I'm praying today. Today I want us to pray, Lord, restore my taste buds. Restore. Open my heart for the word of God. Oh yes, open my spirit for the word of God. It is only that time. It is only in that moment when you start to recognize that your taste buds have changed. Yes, your lust has changed. Your desire has changed. 
We could be here in church. And I'm preaching. And I'm preaching. Oh, and but you are you are thinking you are, you are in a rush for eight o'clock tomorrow. Yeah, because you need to text your boyfriend and tell them how was the service. The last has changed. The desire has changed. You are not with us. Yes. Your desire and your taste buds are not to come to the things of God. You see, the lust has changed. You see, so to commit sin and to be committed to sin are two different things. Yes. When you are committed into sin, it is when even your heart for things of God becomes weakened. Oh, you don't know what I'm talking about. I'm telling you, I'm no, some of you know what I'm talking about. Oh, it's too deep. Oh, yes. You see, this this is the you see when 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 the Bible says love not the world nor the things of the world. He's trying to tell you what the enemy is targeting. He's targeting your passion for the things of God. Yeah, what is your, your I'm not as passionate as I used to be. You see, marriage is beautiful. And love is nice. Love is nice. Yes. And Romance is, is, is a beautiful thing. Yeah, but it can replace your love for God. So, when I'm preaching right now, you will receive me according to the position of your heart. So the Bible explains, Jesus Christ gives a parable, I'll paraphrase it. He says there was one time a farmer, he had seed, and he threw seed on different grounds. The first one was rocky, the second one was thorny, the third one was good ground. Oh yes. Then he says, the passion. He says this one could not even find ground because the love of the world was in it. The, 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 the rocky one. The hard one. It was because the love of the world was still in them. So the word, no matter how much it was preached, their passion for the things of the world took over. Their desire for the things of the world took over. <laughs> and some of us, we are struggling with restoring our passion. Because we found our passion given to the things of the world. You see, I, I fear the first one more than the second. Because the thorny ground is a struggle. But where there is rocks, there is no struggle, it is just a loss. 
Yeah, it's just a loss. It just falls on a rock. There's no chance of it growing. The thing, the love of the things of the world, the passion for something of the world. Yes, that's why some, of, some. That's why I, I say. Me, I told the people. I said, you see, that's why when you go and you go and mm, a boy and you come to church, your mind is already lost. Or maybe I should not say that. Uh, maybe you kiss the Holy Spirit, you. We will not see them Open it. So I want us to pray. I want us to pray. That Lord, open our hearts. Some of you, you are, you are here, but your heart is already closed by sin. But may God give you a grace to open it now. That something may get through your heart. That a little word may get into your spirit. That something may penetrate in the hardness of what's happening. And break the hardness that the enemy is trying to create. Let us pray. Father, we pray that you open our hearts today. Open our hearts today. Father, where we are closed, Father, open us up. Open our hearts. Make us good ground, O oh God. Make us good ground, O oh God. Make us good ground, O oh God. Good ground, good ground, good ground. Wash the kabata. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Shabala, Bala, 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 Bala
Father, we are praying for open hearts. Open hearts. Open hearts, oh God. Open our hearts, oh God. Open our hearts, oh God. Open our hearts, oh God. We pray today, Father, open our hearts where we are closed. Ruba ba 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 ba. 
in the name of Jesus. Let's be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. We thank the worship team. Let's be seated. for your grace we thank you so much for your love we thank you that you are here we thank you that you are moving in us we appreciate you We honor you for what you do in our lives. Can't wash it. And I pray for your grace over us. That you walk us in the midst of darkness. The midst of darkness. Be with us, O oh God. Be with us, O oh God. Be with us, O oh God. Pray for your love. Upon this church, we pray for your grace. Pray that, Father, you show love to those who feel empty. Pray that, Father, you show the revelation of your Son in the midst of us. We pray this today in the wonderful and precious name of Jesus. Let's say amen. Hallelujah. Welcome, welcome. It's beautiful to be in the hand of the Lord. Hallelujah. Today we're going to deal with the issue of church planting. And we're going to talk about why teaching is powerful. It is very important that as you are a preacher of the things of the Lord, you seek out the gift of teaching. Because without that gift of teaching, you will never be able to transform people. True transformation happens through teaching. That's why it's very important that whatever we teach, you must teach. Because it is 
in the simplicity of teaching that the sophistication of transformation begins. Because teaching doesn't sound as tapestry and as complex as preaching at times. But I tell you today that in the simplicity of teaching, in the simplicity of giving someone point by point, seven reasons why you should be born again, six reasons why you should shepherd, it is in the elementary levels of teaching where the sophisticated level of transformation begins. And I want to say to you today, may you receive a teaching spirit in your life in the name of Jesus. May you become teachers of the word in the name of Jesus. Listen, if you are afraid of losing disciples, if you are concerned about maintaining people and growing them, teach them more. Teach them more. Have time to teach them. Teach them individually. Teach them as a group. Teach them as you walk. Teach them as you are relaxed. Teach them as you are stressed. Teach in all seasons. It is the only thing that can help sustainability. It does not mean you will not lose any. But you would have done all that you could do. More than this you can do. Am I talking to somebody? Listen. One day Jesus was teaching in the temple and the demon shouted, Leave us alone. Listen, he was just teaching. He was just teaching. The word is powerful. It goes to where the demon is. Oh, yes. The book of Mark, chapter 1, 21 to 24. And they went to Capernaum, and straight on the Sabbath day, he entered into the synagogue and taught. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one that had authority and not as the scribes. And there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit. And he cried out, saying, Let us alone. What have ye to do with thee? Thou Jesus of Nazareth, Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One God. Listen. Listen. Some of you want to be laid hands off on to remove certain demons and spirits. Oh, it's rudimentary. And it's possible. And we do it. But one of the most effective ways to deal permanently with the demon is to subject your ears to teaching. Subject your ears to teaching. Here can the teachings. That's why I tell you, I say, put these teachings in your earphones. 
I, I was saying for the for this, uh, I said to my wife, I want to sleep with teaching. So when I'm sleeping, I'm playing a sermon on YouTube. Yes, because I'm darkening my heart into this thing. The demon is being dealt with. I don't know which demon. When I'm sleeping, I don't know if the demon is awake. I, I never heard of a scripture that says demons are sleeping. So probably when I'm sleeping, I, if my ears cannot hear, the demon is hearing. Oh, yes. Listen, some of you struggle to play tapes. Yes. Can I tell you something? The demon says, depart from us right now. Your struggle is not natural. Yeah, your struggle to listen to a whole sermon, you only listen to the clips. Like when, when the marketing team sends it, oh, I see. Oh, some of you are worse, even the clips are becoming hard. It's heavy for your spirit. You see, Probably it's the demon in you. It's not saying it, but it is reacting. It says, get this thing away from me. Mm. It is telling you. You see, some of you, you'll be listening to your earphones and, and trying to play the video. Just 20 seconds, you are tired. You are tired. 20 seconds of... Today, I want to preach about shepherding. Oh, you feel like this is exhausting. It is the demon exhausting you. You don't know what I'm talking about. I'm talking to you about you. You rather listen to Lord, you are holy. Oh, yes. The demon wants you to sing, it doesn't want to hear the words. Because the word will cast it out. Yes. The teaching. You'll find a sister saying, I struggle with lust. Isn't that an easy question? I struggle with lust. You have solved the problem. You struggle with lust. The biggest issue is to find the problem. You already have the problem. So what is next? Listen to all the preachings about lust. Yes. The demon will not allow you to do that. Oh, Bishop, I talk nonsense. Yes. Oh, this is, you, you got the, you see, you have solved 90% of the problem. The 10% is to find someone about positive talking. Affirmations. Speaking right to yourself. Speaking divinely. Speaking faith. You know the problem. Why can't you just learn about it and deal with that demon? Because demons above all else, they don't mind prayer. Because if we pray for you, they know tomorrow they'll come back. They say, let, it, let us give him two minutes. Let's give him how many minutes? Two minutes. Because they know the last is still in you. 
Yeah, you kiss the boy, you come pray for you. The demon comes out, you go back, kiss the boy. Oh, the demon says, We still got a place. The demon says, I still have a place. Maybe I must change the song now. But if you want to displace a demon, oh, put the words. Yes, put teaching. It will, you, you will realize, you see, the moment you start to listen to tapes during fasting, you will start to have an anger that was never there. You start to have a seriousness about yourself that was never there. You will start to take seriously the things you took lightly. Because you start to realize that you have been a puppet in the devil's game for too long. You see, I love the first movie of The Matrix. I only watched it once. I never watched it the second time. I felt like it was too long. It's too long, that movie. Yeah, because me, the only reason I watched it was because they were doing that. And, I, and it took long to get to that. Hey. Yeah, when he was dodging bullets with the back thing issue. Yeah, I, it took long. Me, I'm like, when are we getting to the part where we are dodging the bullet? And after some one hour, 30 minutes, then we dodge bullets. Ah. Then I said, ah, it's the only time, but, but when I watched it, a, a believer who is prayerless, the, the guy comes, the guy comes, uh, the, the, the black guy with black glasses, he comes. Oh, it's like God telling you now, what, do you have a red pill or a blue pill? Do you have your phone, Who's, who has a red phone? I already have a blue phone now. I want a red one. No one has a red phone. Oh, do you have a red something? It's, it's Valentine. Oh, well, situation right now. Want something blue? Bring something blue. Oh, yes, there it is. You put it back for me. Where's the blue thing? The guy starts. What home? Yeah, this is where the whole, the whole issue of salvation comes in. When, if, if you've never heard a sermon about the Matrix, you've not watched the Matrix. If, if you've not watched the Matrix and thought, Jesus, change my life right now, I'm a sinner. Come, come. Oh, this blue issue is... Oh, anything blue? Blue pill or red pill? Blue red you have, you, you have been exposed to some truth. Some truth, not all of it. You have been exposed to some truth. If you take, which one was the, was the one? The blue. If you take the blue, you will go back to life as you know it. You will continue to live the life that you live in. You, you will not live in the truth that you have seen. Yeah, if you take this pill, you will even forget that you, you even saw what you saw. Who you are in a matrix, what you are living is not real. That you are living in a setup of somebody. But if you take the red, you will decide to enter a fight. 
you will have decided forever to enter a fight. Because you will see the world for what it really is. You will see life for what it really is. You will see life for what it really is. You will see homosexuality, adultery, fornication, drunkenness and lewdness. You will see it for what it really is. But if you take the blue pill, you will even forget that you had an encounter with the truth. You see, a prayerless life, you are like somebody who's drinking a blue pill. A life without the word of God, without teaching, it's like drinking a blue pill. Why? Because you are living a life without seeing the reality of what's happening. What's really happening in your life? You can't see it. You think you're just making decisions, you're just kissing a boy, liking a girl. You are not really seeing the deepness of the rottenness that's happening in you. And you, you are feeling you are normal, you are upgrading, but you are blind to some rot, the rot, the decay, the death that is happening in you. You are stinky poo 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 stink. But you don't smell it. You need teaching to make you remain in the truth. Thank you very much. Let's clap hands. Teaching. There are some of us, we have demons, we don't even know it. But you have not listened to a teaching that confronts them. Exposing yourself to the teaching of the word of God brings healing to your life. Jesus did not just teach people. The people came to him to hear, came, came to hear him and after that to be healed from all diseases. The book of Mark chapter 5 verse 15 says, but so much more went there, a fame abroad of him. A great much came together to hear and to be healed by him and of all infirmities. 5.15, Luke 5.15. There are many accounts in the gospel where people came to hear him teach. The reason God is going to raise you up as a powerful teacher is so that you can affect people's lives. God is going to raise you up as a powerful preacher. God is going to raise you up to teach the gospel effectively. Oh, yes. When God thought of people's infirmities, he thought of you. The book of Luke chapter 6, 17. And he came down with them and stood in the plain. And the company of disciples and great multitudes 
of people out all of Judea and Jerusalem. And from the sea coast Tyre and Sidon, which came to hear him to be healed of their disease. Jesus always taught the word. Jesus always taught the word. Before even ministering healing, he taught the word. You must learn to teach the word. Some of you have cells. You don't invest in teaching the word. You invest in fetching people. You invest in making cell happen and coating but you don't invest your energy and time in teaching the word if ever there was anything that Jesus did more than anything else it was to teach the word may you get the spirit to teach the word in your life may you teach the word of God in your life I, I, I implore you to listen to tapes until you have so much word in you. Oh, yes. That even by mistake, you quote a tape. I remember I said something to someone. And I thought I came up with it. Uh, and then I, one day I was listening to a certain tape. And when I was listening to that tape, I realized, oh, this was not my invention. I got this word here. Oh, may you listen to so much word that it absorbs your mind. It absorbs your body. It absorbs your inspiration. It absorbs your innermost being. Oh, yes. Am I talking to somebody here today? Oh, let us all stand up. I'm seeing it's half past two. It is time for the Holy Spirit to stand us up today. Let us stand. Let us stand. On our feet, everybody. Are you hearing me? The Word of God. Look at your name and say the Word of God. You need the words. You need the words. You need the words. Oh, yes. The word must affect you. The word must touch you. The word must move you. The book of Proverbs, chapter 4, verse 20. He says, My son. Attend to my words. Incline thy ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. May the Lord keep the eyes focused on the word of God. May you be always focused on the word of God. Standing, standing, everybody standing. Jesus said, the words I speak to you, they are spirit, they are life. John 6, 63. They are spirit and they are life. They are spirit and they are life. You see, this is interesting. It is interesting that God is saying 
that there is a life that has been breathed into you when you listen to his word. There is a life that has been breathed into you when you listen to the word. May you receive the life of the word in you. May you receive the life of the word in you. Oh yes. There is a spirit you are receiving. There is a spirit you are receiving when you hear the word. Oh. Look at your name. Oh, listen. God is saying there is a way to receive a spirit. It is through the words. May you receive the spirit of the word of God in you. It says the words I speak to you, their spirit and their life. You see, it's not only the words that Jesus says. It's not because Jesus said it. But it is what he was saying that brought a spirit and life. So you must know that the words you are saying to your disciples, the words you are preaching to the people out there, they are spirits and they are life. May you have the words of spirit and life in you. May you deliver life to somebody. May you as you teach your disciple, may your words change somebody's life. Life comes into you as you hear the words. Thank God that through the teaching of his word, your spirit comes alive. You see, you must trust the word to bring dead things to life. You must trust the word to bring dead things to life. If your passion for God is dying, may the word bring it back to life. If righteousness is dying, if righteousness is dying, may the word bring it back to life. Oh, I want you to trust the word of God even for your family. Even for your family. That when my family is in death, nothing is working out. The word of God. The word of God. We realize that the word, whether through preaching or teaching, heals us. May the word of God bring healing to your mortal body. May the word of God bring healing to your mortal body. Oh, and it saves us. May the word save you. Do you know the Bible uses a certain word for, for sin? In some stages, it uses it as if it's a grip of claws. Yeah, a claw grip, like something that is. Oh, yes. And, and the Bible is saying the one thing that can release you from that grip. Oh, that the one thing that can free you. You see, 
If you see an eagle, its powerful claws are able to sink through bone. Yes, that is how powerful sin is. It holds you through its claws. Oh, yes. But by the word of God, by the teaching of the word of God, by the preaching of the word of God, let me tell you, you will not always feel the same about the word of God. Uh, one day you'll be in the mood. One day you'll feel like it. One day you'll feel like, ah, not so much. But let me tell you something. If I were you, in and out of season, feeling or no feeling, I will meditate upon this word. Day and night. Am I talking to someone? I want to quickly make differences between teaching and, and preaching. When a word comes to us through preaching, our souls are ministered to. When the word comes by teaching, our minds are largely involved in receiving. Teaching has a more lasting effect than preaching does. Teaching is sometimes more difficult to assimilate. But preaching is quick, is quick but it fades quickly as well. So to eat teaching is much tougher. But to eat preaching is quicker. But it is quicker to act out a teaching than to act out a preaching. Preaching is moving and staring. Preaching is more outwardly impressive than teaching. Yeah, when you are preaching, it looks like oh, this man is more powerful than a teacher. It looks more impressive. Yeah. Teaching is not as popular as preaching. If I were to put a teacher on the left and a preacher on the right, everybody would want to become a preacher. Because it's more impressive. Teachers usually have churches that grow steadily. That is because truth is taught line upon line. Precepts upon precepts. When building a house, the blocks are laid systematically until you get an orderly, lasting structure. So teaching, most of us, we like to call ourselves preachers. But today I want you to go deeper. 
desire to be a teacher desire to be a teacher it may not be so impressive it may not be so dynamic it may not look so charismatic but desire in your heart to become more of a teacher desire in your heart to become more of a teacher to have a lasting impact desire to become a teacher to your disciples desire to become a teacher do not undermine the power in teaching I want to quickly deal with the three effects of teaching the first one the teaching of the word brings light the book of Psalms chapter 119 verse 105 Psalm chapter 119 verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Demons abide and live in darkness. Demons of frustration, early death and poverty abide in darkness. Pride is a type of darkness. That's why wherever there are evil spirits, there's pride. That's why his word is light to us. That's why his word is light. Because wherever you live in light, you are always humbled. So when the word of God is taught, a light comes into your heart. Demon that dwells in darkness starts to run away. As the word is taught, spiritual illumination takes place. That's why people can be healed while teaching goes on. As the word is taught, you are being transformed. The devil knows this. And that is why he does not like you listening to teaching. That's why he does not want you to have tapes. A tape can change your life forever. One tape can take you to heaven. One tape can turn you into a pastor. One tape can turn you from being a divorcee into a happily married man. A tape can give you stability. Turn you from madness to stability. To sanity. And give you health. The devil does not like teaching. Because light it brings in light. You see, most of us we have replaced the importance of listening to teaching. To listening to gospel music. To listening to the rhythms and beats. That soothes our emotions. But let me tell you this today. Let me tell you this today. You can kick out a demon through praise and worship. You can kick out a demon through praise and worship. You can kick out a demon through prayer. And fasting. But you can't keep it out through those things. You can't keep them out forever. 
Yeah, you see, after we pray for you, the demon can come back. Uh, it will come back. Yeah. That's why even certain demons become so arrogant and say, Oh me, I'm I'm here I'm here to stay. Oh wow. Leave me. Yes, so why why you touch me? Yes. Or go on, finish. We will see you after church. Oh, oh, you will find that when we are busy praying and then the demon is waiting at someone at the gate. Oh, finish, finish. finish. Oh, because you have not devoted your life and committed yourself to teaching. Sustainable. You see, there is deliverance and sustaining deliverance. The sustaining of a thing is much more work than getting it. That's why some of you are asking, why doesn't God give me? God knows that you can get it easy. But you don't have the character to keep. So God does not look at how big your hands are. Because all of us, our hands are laid out before the throne of God and saying, God, give me. But God is looking at how great your capacity to handle and keep what he has given you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because people will say God gave him just for a while and he took it again. It will embarrass God. It will be an embarrassment to God. Oh, God was just making him hallelujah. <laughs> Yeah, this week you imagine it is better that God waits than to give you a testimony one week and take it away next week. Officially, he has embarrassed you. Your lack of listening to tapes. Let me tell you, some of you, you are living with demons you can't recognize because you don't listen to tapes. Oh, yes. Yeah, some of your behaviors are influenced by spirits. But you can't recognize it because you don't listen to tapes. You are thinking it's how I am. Ah, this thing is boring me. I'm not in the mood. Who, who's controlling your mood? Who told your mood to be what it is? Who, who told you that? Who, who sent an SMS to your feelings and said, Feelings, not now? I don't know if I'm talking to the right people. Look at the Bible says, have to rejoice in the Lord, I say rejoice. That's why I say moody people sometimes they are not moods. You don't you think they're moods? They're not moods, just demons playing with them. 
And me, I'm a moody person. Who's sending an SMS to your mood? No, today I just felt angry. Angry at what? Why are you angry? I don't know. I just feel... Uh, Rebuke this. You see... I always say something you don't know the source of is dangerous. Ah, you just come and in the poor church, we just were having a good time, but you are angry at us. Oh, what did we do to you? Your name is I'm fine. Your say name is I'm fine. You come from I'm fine. You are going to I'm fine. That's why I tell you, some of you will be unable to keep things because you are too emotional. Oh, maybe let me let me use it right. We have too many demons. Yeah, after the demon of anger, you have the demon of depression. After the demon of depression, you have the demon of sadness, unhappiness, ungratefulness. Then you add with pride, know it all. Let me leave you. You see, whenever you 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 are in a home, how are going through? You switch off the lights. You leave. What's the matter? For a long while. When you come back and you switch on the lights, how about what you map? You realize that all the things that you don't want to be around start to run away. Cockroaches. But when you got in and the lights were off, you did not see them. No, so I want to see. Yeah, uh, you are cruising nicely. <laughs> so some of you is not that you are okay. Yeah, obviously spiritual muffin. You are living with spiritual mahoto. Red. <laughs> yes. You see, because you are in the dark. You, you don't know if there is cockroach. You are, you are there, but there are cockroaches everywhere. No words. You busy at taking the, 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 the you know, because you know your kitchen, how it looks like. You just reach out for the glass that's on the table, they go. You are not aware that there was a cockroach in the glass. You pour the coke inside the cockroach coke. Then you are wondering why your coke tastes so different. Cocoa cockroach. Who can I see them up here?
You know where you left your bread? Why do you shake your rod? Listen, some of your friends are your friends because you don't know you, don't, you are not in the light. Their relationship with you is the darkness in you. They are not relating with you. They are relating with the level of darkness you have. You have cockroach friends. Cool. No, that's yeah. Cockroach la friends. Cockroach relationships. Because you are living in darkness. You need teachings. You need teachings. You need teachings. Can I tell you something? The Bible talks about the coincidence of love. The same way with the coincidence of hate. What is the coincidence of love? There is a love of a thing that brings a love of another thing, naturally. Are you seeing me? Yeah, the Lord says, those who love me, love righteousness. So, we don't really look for you loving God. We look at your love for righteousness. Then we say, oh, probably it means that it's a coincidence of love. Oh, yeah. Hey. So there's also a coincidence of hate. And there's an inverse relationship of hate and love. There's, a, there's an inverse. Yeah, it means that if I hate something, it must talk to something I love. Oh, he says, if the love of the world is in you, the love of the Father is not in you. Therefore, automatically, you don't need to tell me you don't love God. Just because you love the Lord, I can automatically say, so that's when the love and hate relationship come. If you love this, you hate that. If you love that, you hate that. So automatically, if you love God, you hate the world. So you can't say, I'm okay with the world and I love God. It doesn't work. It does not work. So it's the coincidence of love. I call it the coincidence of love and hate. So there are certain things coincidentally because you love this, you will love that. Yeah, it's like falling in love with a girl while a party. You know that if you love her, you must eventually love sex. Oh. 
We don't even want to ask you. We know. So I like, oh, obvious. Oh, they don't want to say amen. They don't want to say amen. Maybe we must do a proper FBI investigation in your life. can escape loving the other thing. You will love it. As long as you love them. Look at, look at Solomon. Look at, look at Solomon. He fell in love with a heathen woman. Automatically, he fell in love with their gods. Coincident of love. Like we don't have to even Google it on, on, on any internet or this person because he loves this. Obvious, he will love that. Oh, maybe I should change the same one. So if you love darkness, automatically you love cockroaches. Oh yes. If you hate the word, there's a coincidence of why you are not listening to the word. It means there's something obviously. Why are you only listening to worship music from Monday to Friday? Because yeah, after, let me tell you, look, look I've, I've preached for an hour. I've said, like, even, even I preach for 30 minutes. I've said more than 10 albums of every song you've listened to. In just 30 minutes preaching. Because your song is one verse, chorus, one verse, chorus. So you, in just listening to an album, you've heard only like 20 sentences. And no verse, no scripture. Like some songs are nice. When the oceans rise, and thunders roar. I saw with you above the storm. Father, you alone upward the flood. And I will be still, know you are God. Find rest. My soul, no, he is love. In righteousness, sent when the oceans rise and thunders roar, I will soar with you. Above the storm, Father, you are king. Oh, 
over the flood, and I will be still, know you are God. What a song! Are you hearing the lyrics of this song? Yeah, that's like four sentences. Max. Max, that's like four or five sentences. Four or five. Are you seeing it? Yeah, you are listening to five sentences melodically. Which means in the five minutes you are spending listening to the song, how many sentences would you have heard when I was preaching? And not repeating themselves. Listen, when we talk about content, you see, when, when we, we hear someone, when someone is speaking, we say, this man is content. We calculate what he says. And how many times has he repeated it? And how much he has in himself to continue to say what he's saying. It means you can tackle one subject on different levels of information. That's content. So let's talk about how much content have you absorbed after listening to an album. That's where God. And what's bad? I've said, did you hear the verse? They relate to scripture, but they're not really scripture. You, you know when I say when I say how so with you over the flood it's taken for when the flood comes over water water it's taken from that but it's not the scripture there's another one that talks about walking on water I would try, what is it? Yeah, it says what? <laughs> we are still talking and walking now. What does the song say? What is with not that one. It's the latest one. Another one about walk on water. Uh, on your feet, don't be sleepy. You are, you're, I'm still, I'm still. <laughs> sleeping tigers and sleeping lions. You don't know the song. The one about walking on water. No, it's, it's a song. Quite recent. Oh, guys, forgot it, man. Something about I will trust you. Some water walking somewhere there. Hmm? The new one. You guys don't listen to lyrics. It's a problem. You must, you must listen to some lyrics. Like, okay, let me take a song that personally touches my life. Precious Holy Spirit. 
flow afresh on us. And we for God till we overflow. Consume me. Consume me. Fire more within us now. Ignite us with love. Till we thirst for you. We thirst for you. Oh God. We thirst for you. We thirst for you. Hey! Pour it out on us. Pour it rain on us. Pour it out. Till it overflows. We thirst for you. We thirst for you. Let it rain. Pour it out on us. Till it overflows. Now listen. Do you know any verse there that says any of these things? You show me the verse that's saying what he said. It is this interpretation of his interaction with the Spirit. But it is no verse there. Yeah. These things, they are not, they are, he does not move out of Scripture. You must get it right. But at the same time, he does not move into Scripture. We, there is no verse that says, we search for you, O Lord, pour it out on us. There's no verse. Let it rain on us. There's no verse like that. It is this exposure of what God was saying to him and his own interpretation of what's happening in his life through devotion. But there is no verse. So you can't replace the hearing of the teaching with music. So music can never bring light to you. It can bring consciousness, but never light. And awareness, but never light. Only teaching brings light. A teaching of this word. Oh yes, am I talking to someone? So it is with us. When light of the word comes in our lives, demons are, are exposed and they are forced to flee. This is exactly how the word of God operates. The word throws light on the demons. That dwellish and flourishing darkness of our lives. Listen, I'm telling you, some of you, 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 you are thinking you are demon free you are, you are you are not falling you are not falling when we pray for you but demons are hovering all over around you 
it away. And the abyss penetrating and exercising freedom of life in your own life. Satanic influences all over you. And you are busy thinking it is the issues of life, but it is your inability to stay in the light. That is giving demons permission to live. That is making them live and flow freely, freely roaming. They are roaming freely because your life is not in the light. Second things in your life should not have happened. Second things in your life should not have happened. There is a revelation that the sisters of Lazarus had. They said, Jesus, if you had been here, if you had been here, if you had been here, there are many situations in your life. If light was there, if light was there, if light was there, they would not have happened. They would not have happened. They would not have happened. You need teaching. You need teaching. You need teaching. You need teaching. The biggest trick of any demon is to normalize persecution. To normalize that they are persecuting you. There's a statement that was said. I forgot the name of the guy. If you want to know how hard you can persecute somebody. Look at the extent in which they will submit to the normal. And another man said to me, don't you realize during apartheid era that today we are celebrating Madiba. We are celebrating all everybody that was fighting against apartheid. But there were some black people. They were busy calling Madiba. They it's people who have subjected themselves to an abnormal normal. They don't want to resist. They don't want to fight. Right now they are hating. When he was going to pay, another neighbor probably was going to mama. One of the neighbors probably went to their Not everybody who are celebrating today was celebrated when they are fighting. Sometimes you think these people, when they are eating money, is. They realize, they, they remember that they are only celebrated because they won. But when they were fighting, nobody was there to fight with them. Even their own black people were telling them, leave these people alone. We are okay. We are okay. Let's just subject ourselves to this thing. Leave it. It will kill us. Some of us, we are so used to demons in wrong places. 
We are saying it's okay. It's okay. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. It does not need the word. It is okay. I'll get used to it. The book of Ephesians chapter 4 verse 27. Mm. We are not going to leave it. Oh no, 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 no. We are not going to leave it. You see, if you put the word to it, it will challenge you from being stagnant. There was a time during I think it was before and after COVID. I was sick. I don't know if it was COVID or something, but it was something. Then I downloaded an audio about healing verses. By his blood we are healed. I know that worship can do a lot of things to soothe my soul. But to attack the demon of sickness, I committed myself to the listening of the words. By stripes we are healed. By stripes we are healed. The chastisement. Oh yes, the word attacked. Yes. How many problems in your life have you put the word against this? How many verses do you know? You have a problem. You have a problem. You know your okay. situation. Maybe it's even poverty. How many verses do you know about getting wealth? You don't know even one verse by heart. No word for it. No word for it. And you are busy taking it like it's normal. Your life will always be contrary to the word because you don't apply it. The teaching of the word is the sword in action. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 17 and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 for the word is quick. For the word is quick. For the word is quick. The word is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged swords. You see, teaching the word drives out demons, mental diseases, blindness, uncleanness, pride, stupidity, lust, spiritual problems, 
and poverty. The sword pricks the demons and drives them away. The sword pricks the demon and drives them away. What teachings are you listening to? I said to somebody, somebody said, oh, Bishop, I don't feel like listening to the word. I said, that, that's how you learn that it is actually medicine. Yeah, because medicine is not always good. You see, medicine for, for, for mambo, they are trying to make it taste nice because they are too small. And their immune systems are too strong. And the strong. So they can risk putting nice flavors in it. Yeah, but for people like Ramotaha, the Shiaele who reaches the roof without even jumping, they don't care about taste. They are more worried about potency. You see, you are worried about how it tastes. But you don't realize that it is powerful. And that's why I fear us because we are getting to a level where the word has become entertainment more than restoration. It has become an entertainment tool. Because, you see, the, the world now is designed at the backdrop of entertainment. Yeah, we, are, we are being taught only to indulge at what entertains us. But if the thing does not entertain, despite its usefulness, we will ignore it. So we will, we will overlook usefulness for entertainment. It works, but it's boring. Okay, sit down. Now I want you to relax. You can relax. Teaching the word is planting a seed. A seed is planted when you hear the word. If the preacher says you should be blessed and prosperous, a seed is planted in your life. The words of a teacher are seeds which grow and become mighty trees. The reason why many people in, my, in, in, in this church want to become ministers, want to become pastors, it is the seed I planted by the word. What you plant, you will reap. Even in ordinary things in life. Even in, even in ordinary things in life. Even with your children. Even with your life. Whatever you plant. 
as you tell your congregation it shall be well with them and that the Lord is their keeper and the shade upon their right hand these promises come to pass the Lord is your helper in the name of Jesus you shall not, you shall not die you will live it shall be well with you you shall have a, you shall bring forth babies and fruit in your life in the name of Jesus you see some of you take it lightly when we declare uh, some of you would not have any harvest if we didn't declare you would not have any faith if we did not declare I said to someone not because I'm powerful okay but I'm powerful I don't know how to put this statement that it sounds humble, but my humility is becoming a lie. <laughs> so in attempting to be humble, I'm lying. Oh, the exercise of power. The exercise of power and declarations of the things of God have made possibilities happen in your life have made your heart hear things that you will never receive. Some of you are going to be what your family has never been before. Some of you will step into places that your family cannot perceive themselves stepping into. It had never entered into anyone in your family to talk the talk that you are talking or to walk the walk you are walking or to become the thing that you are becoming. You will become a strange thing to those who know you. You will become a strange thing to those who know your history. By the planting of the seed of the word of God. Listen, I declared it and I'm declaring it now. Some of you have not even seen the beginning of what God is about to do. And this is the issue. Some of you are smelling the coffee. But oh, there's something big coming. Oh, I want to tell you. It's bigger than you can imagine. It's greater than you can think. There is no book that can tell you what God is about to do. God will do great things amazing things money will come into your hands you will not be able to explain it supernatural outcomes in the name of Jesus oh yes let us pray let us stand let us pray that God give us the grace to become teachers oh yes may we become a church of teachers yes if anything else father make us teachers Father, we pray to be teachers. 
teachers of your word. Roba kaboshe kubara bara 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 ba. Zoba ba takantore reboshia. Roba ba 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 ba. Ribe boshia ndere reboshia. Roba ba 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 ba. Teachers of your word, Lord. Teachers of your word, Lord. Teachers of your word. Teachers of your word. May we listen to teachings. That Father, may it feed our souls. May we feed our spirits. May demons be expelled from our lives. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We are changing. We are being transformed. Roba kabatalabasha. Roba ba 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 ba. Teachers of the word. Teachers of the word. Teachers of the word. Teachers of the word. Hear us of the word. Incline into the word of God. Listening to tapes. Listening to teachings. Reading your word. Father, we are praying for that grace right now. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Look at your name and say, I'm blessed to be in the house of the Lord. May you have a heart to become a teacher. Oh, it does not look so glorious. 
That's why I say God has hidden the secret of teaching to many. Oh, the sitting down and just talking the words and teaching it easily. Oh yes, you are more powerful. You are more capable. You are more establishing. Learn to teach. Yeah. Some, some, sometimes you don't even when you are sitting with your disciple, they don't realize that you are actually preaching a sermon that they should have heard. Like, oh. Yeah. They, you, you, all of a sudden you are just teaching something. You, you will achieve great transformation in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let's go. Let's sit down quickly. Please share with others. Share the pod on social media and leave a rating and review to catch all the latest news. You can follow Bishop Blessing Libebe on Instagram at blessing.patuchezo and Facebook at Patuchezo Blessing Libebe. You can also follow Dwellers the Courtridge on Instagram at dwellers.insta, on Twitter at dwellers.tc, and on YouTube and Facebook as Dwellers the Court. Thanks again. We'll see you next time.